What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, welcome to the recap of The Walking Dead Universe. We are here every week to discuss the latest episodes. You can catch our recaps anytime on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Sub- subscribe for free in the app of your choice. I'm Tamara Ford, and I love a good TV show and a good book, of course. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Recap Pods. If you're into books, you can also find me at Shelf Addiction. Joining me is show co-host Lisa. Welcome, Lisa. Hello, Tamara. Hello, everyone. My name is Lisa Orban. I am an author and I am the founder of Indies United Publishing House, and I love all things pop culture. So if you want to find me online, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Lisa Orban Author. All right. Today's episode isn't a live recording, but we still would like to hear your comments on the podcast that we are recording today. Drop your comments below in the video versions on YouTube and Facebook, or leave us a voicemail using the SpeakPipe web voicemail link in the show notes. I cannot talk today. (laughs) (laughs) If if you are new to the podcast, we are laid back in our review style, right, Lisa? Absolutely. This is a conversation, not a dissertation. Yeah, no (laughs) scene-by-scene breakdowns here. We jump around, huge spoiler alert, everything from the past, all the shows, just nothing forward. That's right. Even though Tamara and I have the ability to watch forward, we have been very good. Pat us on the back that we have not been watching forward because we don't want to. When, when when we make our assumptions, it is based on whatever that the current episodes have shown us. Not we're not giving spoilers out for the next one. Right. So if you are cool with that, this is the place for you, and we're going to jump into it. We have two episodes to talk about today. First up is the Walking Dead episode seven season Mm -hmm. 11 and uh this was an interesting one um i think we kind of returned to something that is more familiar with this you know it felt more grounded versus last week's what do you think you know yeah probably and gotta tell you that that conversation between negan and um maggie oh 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 boy you know (laughs) That was a doozy. That was uh, a little bit of, um, yeah, let's let's do this, right? <laughs> yeah, it took a radical right turn, okay? Uh-huh. You know, because usually when you're, you know, when people say, yeah, I'd like, you know, if I could go back and change things, you know, you would think that, you know, something, you know, 
for the better, you know, maybe him saying, you know, yeah, if I could go back, I would change things. I would, you know, like I wouldn't be such a dictator or, you know, I wouldn't have set up this terrible situation for everyone. No, it was like, I would have killed all of you, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? Not for nothing. That is what we have come to expect from Negan is like that straight up bluntness. Yeah. Anything else would have been a lie. Well, and, and he even, he, she's like, why are you saying this to me? He's like, because we need to trust each other. And, and, and he's yeah. saying, I am being honest with you. I'm, you know, I am not, I know I'm not a good guy, but I understand. I was a leader, you know? Yep. And just because you don't like me personally, you don't like my methods, that doesn't make it any less real. Right. Um, and, and he even pointed out, you know, you guys came into my satellite station. This was, you know, these people had had children and you know, Friends husbands and, and wives family. and yeah. family, you know, and don't think I don't know about Gracie. Mm-hmm. You know, where yeah. do you think Gracie came from? So, I mean, and, and it's not that, yeah, I mean, those were valid points. You know, we talked about that back when that episode happened. Mm-hmm. We said, I don't know if you remember, but we said, you know, if we were following Negan's group, they would be our people. Yeah. And, and the others been. would be the bad guys. Yeah. Because so, especially that, that attack. I mean, it really was, as far as Negan's people were were concerned, unprovoked. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and it's not to yeah. say that Negan's people were doing good things. They weren't. I mean, they were going no. through and strong-arming people. I mean, you know, look at what they were doing with the kingdom. Look what they were doing into all these different groups. I mean, they were, you know, what they did to, to, to Oceanside. You know, they went and took all their men. I think you know. that's what makes this like so interesting because there's no one's good on this show, period. Everyone's yeah. doing what they think they need to do. And it's just the point of view. And it's, you know, I guess who's less bad than the other tons mm-hmm. of shades of gray. And we're dealing with that as viewers, like, well, we are picking sides, right? <laughs> Yeah. Although well, one it, isn't necessarily better than the other. Although I will say point blank that, you know, the whispers, they were just bad. They're just bad. You know, <laughs> they are bad, but you know what? We got something out of that. Our yeah. team got some mess out of that. So, yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, I mean, cause I can, again, I mean, if we had been following Negan from the very beginning, and again, Negan, we saw part of his backstory. He didn't start off as a bad person. You know, he was trying right. to find the, the chemo meds for his wife, and you know, he he turned down firearms and took the bat instead because he felt felt it was less threatening, mm-hmm. um, which is how we got the bat. Uh, you know, it really, he wasn't, you know, he was a, he was a teacher and apparently if you know the way he talks to to people on you know like when he's talking to maggie you did a good job you know that yeah. you can see that 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 shadow of of, of that teacher in him you know what mm-hmm. i mean that coach boy, you're doing a good job keep it up man um you know you can see that so i mean if, if we had been following negan from the very beginning where it was him and his wife and then going out and starting his community and, and how he set it up i really do think he would he would be our Rick. Yeah, his community could have been completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing because people follow him. They listen to him. 
and he has the skill set. But it's like mm-hmm. that thing when you have great power, you choose to do good or evil. <laughs> right. You know, um, and, and the governor, I'm, I'm pretty sure, again, you know, the governor wasn't on an out. He wasn't a bad guy, but he was just not right. You know, but again, if we had been following him from the very beginning and watched mm-hmm. him build this community up and, and and protect his people and do what he needed to do, you know, the governor could have been Rick, our Rick. Yeah, um, true. So it, it really, you know, we always have to keep in mind that in a lot of these cases, these, these communities that they're that they're fighting with, um, you know, if if the tables, you know, if we had been watching them instead of, you know, Rick and his group, you know, we would be on their side. We would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of interesting. And, and, but I really, I really like that moment of, of honesty between, between him and, and, and Maggie. And I know Maggie was not expecting that. I mean, just the, the yeah. pure shock on her face. And, and honestly, I was surprised he said it out loud. Um, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> well, and again, when everyone said, you know, if you could go back and do things differently, would you? And, oh, yeah, you know, and, and you kind of expected him to say things like, I would have been more open to people coming into the community or I wouldn't have kept a harem of wives, um, you know, or whatever. (laughs) It's funny though. When she asked him that, I was like, Oh, what's he going to say? When he said that, I was like, damn. Okay. Well, (laughs) you kind of have to respect him for that because yeah, I mean, that was a brutally honest answer. I would have killed all of you. Yeah. You you guys were the leaders. I would have, I should have killed all of you. And and part of the reason he didn't is because he really ha- kind of had this respect for for Rick and and you know for especially um uh <clears throat> Carl, I mean he had this really weird thing situation almost yeah you know where he I yeah. guess he kind of thought of himself as like the absent uncle or something you know the the the, the distant mm-hmm. you know mentor type thing you know he really he really did ultimately like. And, and care about Carl, weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of times, you know, you have to, you know, if the community, if, if the, if the community there, Rick had just, Rick's community had just kind of buckled under, went fine, you know, we're under his rule now and hadn't fought him so much, you know, and it just assimilated. A lot of the things that happened wouldn't have happened. It came from their rebellion, not you know, he was reacting to what they were doing as opposed to actively encouraging these situations. You know what I mean? His, his were, they were yeah. punitive. Yeah. But I mean, trying to keep it anybody alive. that's knows anything about this crew at all knows that, you know, Rick is not going to lay down. Not exactly. Anybody. So, which again, which is why he said, yeah. no, I, I should have killed you all. Yeah. You which, know, and in uh, strategic wise yeah that would have been the smart thing to do it would have been but you know mm-hmm. but again he you know he he respected rick he respected daryl you know he liked carl um you know he he liked a lot of these community leaders so yeah there was you know his, his big fault really came down to with he, he was trying in, in his own mind and again i am not agreeing with what he did but he was being merciful when he only killed two you know, so what do you think about this handshake deal? Do you think either one is going to try to keep it or? Um, Negan will. I think Maggie is going to try to keep it. Yeah. I think that 
unless he pushes her like to a certain level, she's going to try to keep it. I don't think she would just like uh, agree to that. And in the back of her mind saying, screw him, you know, I'm not doing it. But I do think that if the situation called for it or if something happened that he did, she would take him out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Without hesitation. I mean, cause he, you know, the, the, the one guy, I can't remember his name, you know, asked her, so are you going to keep this deal with Negan? I'm yeah. going to try, She's you know, gonna try. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, you know, but <clears throat> I really think Negan's offer was legitimate, so to speak. I mean, really, he's just saying, hey, Maggie, I'm tired of looking over my shoulder. I am tired of all of this. Can we just, you know, kill me and be done with it? Or can we just agree to I don't have to keep this constant vigilance? And I, I really think part of it, too, is the 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 idea that he's going to offer her um, does require a certain amount of trust. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely. Because this is a situation where all she has to do is basically make him stumble or shout or what break character so to speak and he's gonna get eaten you know as they're surrounded by this huge horde um but and again you know this is not something that maggie and her group could have accomplished on their own because you know negan learned this skill by Mm -hmm. living with the whispers Mm -hmm. so you know something uh, apparently productive did come out of him being with them you know (laughs) yeah it did um that was creepy as heck but you know they're looking look they are leading a horde yeah they're a big one i mean a a big one one. yes Uh, you know they've you know they they've been you know they gathered up what probably about a half dozen a dozen of them there in the woods and then basically Mm -hmm. they're going through all the places that they boarded up the dead and and letting them go to build yeah. this gigantic horde. And because um uh this new group, they they have they have apparently have had no interactions with the whispers, so they have no idea what's going on. They don't know that there's no. actual people in there. You know, no, this is this, this is the best idea ever. You they will <laughs> never see it coming. Yeah. So they I mean they have no strategy for this. I mean, they're used to going in and dealing with people you know and and the dead is you you kill them when there's a few and you you leave them alone when there's a lot Mm -hmm. and and you can tell i mean this is you know this is an alpha level uh level of dead that they have now gathered up and and moving forward well he learned from the best right (laughs) yeah i mean this is enough to surround this town you know and and again, they won't they won't be looking. You know, unlike Rick's group, they're they're not looking for, you know, the herders. You know, they're not looking mm-hmm. for people. They're just seeing you know this huge horde of of uh, the uh, of the dead just you know coming in and heading straight towards them. Now, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Daryl being Daryl, he'll know as soon as he sees oh, yeah. that horde and the way they're acting. He'll know. Yeah. So, which is good for him because he won't, he'll know what to look for. Exactly. He'll know, oh, those are my people. Yay. They come in. (laughs) They come in. And and so, yeah, this Uh is kind of, I mean, this is kind of a brilliant strategy. It is. And they, they sent, they sent uh, Father Gabriel to go look for something specific there. And I don't know what it is because, but whatever it was, 
Maggie asked, is it still there? And he went, yep. Okay. So they're heading for something specific. Right. Um, An access door. I don't know. You know, a weak point. Whatever it is, it's, you know, it's still there, whatever it is. Mm Mm-hmm. So speaking of uh, Father Gabriel, you know, Maggie told him when he left, you know, if you come across some of them and they're alone, take them out. Yeah. And he came across one of them, the preacher. Yeah. And he did nothing. Well, yeah, but I really thought that was kind of an interesting exchange because I, I do believe the other was completely aware that Father Gabriel was there. You think so? Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Because at the very huh. end of it, he says, thank you for listening, Father. Yeah. yeah. And Gabriel always has that collar on. And and I think he I think he, he saw it. And, you know, this was. Because priests in in, you know, the do confess to each other, you know, as part mm-hmm. of their, um, you know, their religion. So it would not be surprising to me if he thought that God had sent him a preacher to, to can, you know, to do his confession. You know, I did not get that vibe but you might be right but he seemed like he was so insistent on getting maggie and crew that he wouldn't have just let him be that just seems weird there's no well if you think about it they don't know that there's a preacher with them there wasn't a preacher when they you know when they scuttled the people out of there right but Um, he he sends the crew to just kill people he he orders them to kill people when they come across people yeah but this is so I think this is a little different. I mean, for one, the the, the preacher is, you know, their their preacher isn't a soldier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and he happened to stumble across another preacher who's not doing anything to him. He's just standing there, you know, still. So yeah. I, I think Well, if, maybe if, he's not all the way team pope, you know, maybe yeah. he's just the priest, their priest. So maybe mm-hmm. his motivations are a little di- bit different. Yeah. And like I said, I, you know, he was praying to God, but there at the end, you know, he, he was only like, what, three feet from Father Gabriel. Yeah. And he I'm not looked, sure. And he still. didn't look directly at the, the bushes, but he looked in that direction. He, he says, thank you for listening, you know, you know, yeah. thank you for listening, Father. Um, and then, I'm curious to see later if they'll, yeah. if they'll confirm either way. Yeah. Because it's not, obvious i mean it's not cut and dry that yes he saw him or yes no he didn't it's kind of like maybe yeah maybe he and, did and it could have just been he was listening to god or talking to god yeah yeah and you also yeah. kind of have to wonder how father gabriel was thinking about this because he has really struggled with with his relationship with god and, and he's even said I, I don't hear him you know anymore yeah and you know, but he he's never given up wearing that collar either, you know, and and he mm-hmm. does still fulfill the the spiritual needs 
as they are of the community. But as a pre, but you know, but himself personally, he has had this very turbulent, tumultuous relationship with God, you know, um, especially the last couple of years. Yeah. And and he's struggling to to maintain his faith. And and you even saw when he was talking to um when he right before he killed the that one guy, he's like, Yeah, no, you know, there is no God here. <laughs> right. So maybe him seeing this other priest praying sparked something in him. Yeah. And and you know, I mean, I think there might be a bit of envy, a, a bit of mm you know jealousy that this guy after all this time and, and and all the terrible things that pope has done still has this righteous commitment to god you know what i mean yeah. there there you could when you listen to him talk you know there's no doubt there's no um wondering if god is listening to him i mean he there is there is a conviction there that of course god is listening to me he's absolutely listening to me and and that's something that Gabriel desperately wants and and hasn't had, you know, for a while now. So yeah, I think there's there's some jealousy there, um, some envy. Definitely so, could be. Definitely could be. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with him going forward, especially since he lied to his girl Maggie. He lied. Mm -hmm. He didn't just say, you know, I saw what I let him go. Right. You know. He just was. He just said no. He didn't see anyone. So, yeah, no. like I said, I think there really was a moment between the two of them. Um, I, I don't think the preacher's going to make it. <laughs> Probably not. And Probably it wouldn't, not. honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Father Gabriel who killed him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just I'm saying. <laughs> you know, that would not be lost on me at all if that happened. So, yeah. You know, I can't say that, that that particular situation would even make me sad. <laughs> no, no, you know. So should we continue with like the, the Reaper storyline or switch over to our team well, that are let's with Let's touch you? on the, the, the Reaper thing because I think it's important that we talk um, a little bit about that, that situation where, where they were following that, that father, you know. Yes. So... Daryl and Leah are like out hunting or whatever they call themselves mm -hmm. doing. And they come across that dude and he is like, please don't kill me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a family. And they, he takes them to him. And, and she was even all about going to kill him. I mean, she was yes. all about killing him. You know, okay. Yes. Because Pope told her he gave her a code or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was going to take their asses out. And then suddenly she didn't. Yeah. There was, you could see that moment. I mean, it was, she had tears, real tears for this woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and there was, there was pity. I mean, and, and, and not, not pity in, in, in a self-destructive way. I mean, there was this, this empathy, I think actually maybe is better. Because mm -hmm. we know that she's lost a son. Yep. And, you know, so here's this this mother who you can tell is just, you know, she's she's in pain and she is dying and, and it's her son and, and her husband. And, you know, I, I think there was that, I think Leah felt that, that connection, you know, that, that, you know, the, the, that loss. 
and and she couldn't do it. She absolutely and even when after she got rid of the 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 the, the son and the father, you know, go just go and never come back. Um, and the mother's going, thank you for coming. You've answered my prayers, et cetera, et cetera. When Leah, you know, went to kill her, she couldn't do it. I mean, there was just yeah, something. It, it broke her. You could see that it was breaking her. And then, you know, Daryl took the shot because that was merciful. It, it was yeah, a merciful she's going to turn anyway, right? She yeah. couldn't survive. Well, and she so. was in so much pain. She's like, I'm ready. I just, I, I, yeah. I it's my time. It's time to go. And it was a quick it, it was a quick death, whereas yeah. otherwise it would have been slow and painful. Oh, for um, sure. Because likely she would have gotten infection and she would have died septus. slowly mm-hmm. and long, you know, it'd been a long, slow death. Yep. And yeah. Belly nobody wounds wants are, that. Yeah. Belly wounds are bad. You know, yeah. they, you can live for, you know, up to a month, but you are slowly dying and get gangrenous inside. And oh, it's just, it's, it, it is a terrible, terrible way to go, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, what Daryl did, it, it did was mercy, you know. It, yeah, it, it's not like there was a trauma center somewhere around the corner. Yeah, but Leah, I feel like she is, and maybe it's Daryl's influence being back around her that are making mm-hmm. her feelings come back out or surface come to the surface again, because she let the other, you know, the the son and the father leave and don't come back. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> And then Daryl was getting ready to basically, I, I don't know, confess everything, but he's like, I need to talk to you, mm-hmm. you know? And then Pope's like, hey, you need to come back here. Something's going on. So yeah, <laughs> the moment was gone. I um, know. And it seemed like the right moment because she was in her feelings. She just did something totally human. Uh-huh. And it, that would have been a good time. But I don't know. He's got to be careful when he tells her he's been playing her whole team you know mm-hmm. and her, her basically I mean, he's been yeah. playing her so oh, yeah. i honestly i'm glad that the moment was interrupted because i think ultimately at least right now leah would still choose pope oh yeah he and, hasn't and been Darryl, in there long enough to sway her yeah well and daryl you know has been trying to point out things like you know this isn't normal you know the way pope is acting is this really normal you know is this no, how it's yeah. supposed to be you know so this is yeah. like a precision task i feel like so mm-hmm. he's gonna have to be very strategic with his comments as he's been doing and just kind of taking his time with it like i know he hates lying to her like that but yeah you can't what else can you do yeah i've also noticed that he's keeping dog back at the compound because he doesn't want them to he doesn't want dog to inadvertently find them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and here's the thing. We both know that Daryl is an amazing tracker, which means if he comes across, you know, signs of people, um, he's going to steer her the other way. Cause I don't think she, she might be good, but I don't think she's Daryl good when it comes to tracking. No, she's not as good as not many people are as good as him. He's really yeah. good. So I, I'm pretty sure he was keeping an eye out to make sure that any subtle signs that he saw of, you know, what might be his people has been trying to steer her a different direction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Um, without it being obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I'm curious to see what's next for this, uh, you know, part of the story. 
Mm-hmm. I like it. I like everything that's going on right now. Um, it's coming I'm together nicely. It. Yeah, it is. It's coming together. Um, so now Eugene and crew. Oh, Eugene. Oh, Eugene. Oh, do I want? There we go. Eugene. He is like, he's grown a lot, but mm-hmm. he's also n- still got his hiccups. <laughs> he's still got some residual old Eugene in there, unless it's a misdirect. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know so much. I mean, I think that, so I think they intentionally let the dead come through there. Um, the as one guy test. was hoping, yes, yeah, well, no, not even as a test is, but as a way to, you know, make increase Eugene's stature, you know, by saving the, I don't, what is she, the governor, the, what, what is this woman? The mayor, the, the mayor, mayor son, the mayor's yeah. son, um, you know, but here's the thing. These people, I mean, they are arrogant. I mean, these are like the worst of like the, 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 the country club kids now, you know, the ones that are you know just rolling high on daddy's money so to speak or in this case mommy's yeah influence and i mean they are they they have no clue they're upset that that their picnic was interrupted you know because they were so rude for saving you (laughs) you know they were mad about being saved he was like that typical brat and To be quite frank, I was not mad when he punched him in the face, but I was yeah. like, I don't think that was the best choice, even though I'm sure it felt good and he deserved it. I oh, could God, just yeah. tell because of the guards and because of how snooty he was acting, that was not the correct action to take with that guy. But obviously these these two especially, you can tell they have never been outside these walls. They've never had to experience you know, hardship since this whole thing has started. I mean, they are, this is really a case of eat the rich. Um, I I, mean, they're really soft, right? He's like, I I don't need to, to do anything. That's what the guards are for. (laughs) Yeah. I, 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 I'm here to tell you, honestly, if I had been Eugene, I would have let the zombies eat them. Yeah. 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 Oops. He didn't Oops. want our help. Yeah. He insisted that this was, you know, he didn't want this. Um, yeah. How so How dare you? You got blood on my girlfriend's skirt. Ah, how dare yeah, you? Or sweater. Yeah. <laughs> sweater. Yeah, whatever. I'm and, like <laughs> But it was also, I mean, this wasn't out. I mean, here's the thing. So the the way this city works, I mean, it's it's there's not really cash, but there's this there's a Basically, everyone except for the upper echelon appear to be indentured servants working for, you know, the company store, so to speak. Hmm. Um, it, it's it's all this, you know, they they are dependent upon, and you know, all their rules are set up to keep the the what they consider the lower classes down. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is is on this very skewed system that that is rewarding people that honestly shouldn't be rewarded right um you know the mayor's son and his and this girl that he was with they are honestly completely worthless they they, they are literally contributing yeah. nothing you can tell they are literally contributing nothing to to this society oh yeah 
For sure. And because they are contributing nothing, they think that they are better because we don't have to toil, you know, like the wretched masses. Um, so this is very much a, you know, a, a feudal system. And, you know, everyone's going, oh, yeah, as long as you follow the rules and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Except these rules suck. You know, they reward but, you know, I think should that- be rewarded. I think that that is going to happen in any society that is more advanced. Like it can't be, it's almost like, especially if you have kids that, okay, we've been in this thing for 10 years and you've been safe for 10 years. You've not been out there, right? You were Mm -hmm. one of the lucky people that found a community that was stabilized fairly quickly and, and, you know, got lots and lots of resources. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So those children who were probably 9 or 10, who are now older teens and bratty, that's bound to happen. I mean, even on the other show, we can talk about that later, but yeah. I feel like if you're in those com- lucky enough to be in those communities when you were young and you've never had to fight or eat a rat or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to act a certain way. Yeah, but on and but since this be- I mean f- for the beginning, from the beginning, I I have said that this is it is a self-defeating society when they do this. Because if yeah. anything happens to disrupt this, their apple cart, so to speak, they will they're have screwed. an entire, they're screwed. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a few guard. you know, they, you know, for the population, they, most of these societies, you know, they're being walled like this. About 10% of their population knows how to, you know, survive. You know, they go out, they're, they're patrols, they, they've dealt with the dead, you know, they're survivors. Um, the other 90%, if, if walkers get in, Oh, you know, or they're going to act like the mayor's son. Completely oblivious to the actual danger that he was in, not even attempting to to save himself. You know, if if there was a a legitimate breach in the city and the dead came in, he would probably sit there and demand to speak to the manager. So, you know, kind of attitude and get eaten. Um, I know. And, and, and I feel I, like us as viewers, we know that, but these people dumb, a dumb. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> the you look over Michonne, you know, Michonne yeah. and how she's raised Judith. And Judith's a little badass. You know, <laughs> this is a girl that, you know, if she gets separated from her people and she has been separated, she had that whole group of kids with her that she protected and kept safe. You know, 
But you know, the difference is I stand by this and I know some parents are smarter than others, right? Some think like, let's be proactive as far as protecting yourself, right? In Uh general. But if Judith were in a soft, cushy environment, maybe she might not have been training her as much. Maybe she might not have been as hard. You know what I'm saying? If she didn't have to worry about that day in and day out. But you know, me as a parent, you know, and, and I, and I've raised five kids and, and I mean, and, and I had made the decision when my, and again, we don't have zombies out here, you know, but we do have bills and, you know, a, a adult issues. You know, my, my job as a parent was not to raise a good child. It was to raise a competent adult. And, and there is a vast difference. You know, a, a lot of my kids you know, came back to me and said, Oh my God, mom. Um, my friends didn't know how to pay their bills. They didn't know how to do their oh laundry. God, right. You know, right. they didn't know how to, right. you know, these basic survival skills. And so. Or know how to cook a meal or think. Or I have known people like that. Yeah. And it's sad. But that's the parents. Fault. Right. The parents but again, in, in, in this society, you know, um, learning how to survive in this situation because. I, I never assume that everything's going to be perfect. And, and none of these parents in this, you know, should assume that they are always safe because they, they've heard rumors of other communities falling. You know, this is always going to be a possibility. Um, so as a good parent, you know, and as a if, if they were a competent community should be ensuring that they're these the people inside have survival skills, but they're they're not. I mean, they're no. actively discouraging it as a matter yeah, of fact. Exactly. Um, which to me is, is a sign of a sick society. If, if you are not preparing your people to survive, especially in an apocalypse. It's a it's a delusion, basically. Yeah. So as a parent, I am pretty sure that e- even if I was in a cushy place, um, I would still make sure that to the best of my abilities that my kids could survive no matter what happened because that's what I did with my kids going out into this society. And while it's yeah. a, a, it's a whole different skill set. I, 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 when my kids left my, their house, they were my house, they were prepared. They knew how to navigate this adult world. Um, and I, I think I would have done the same thing for my kids. If, you know, if, if this, if I had been raising them in, in this situation, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. Just because. But for the sake of the job. story, though, for the sake of this story, though, I think it's an interesting way to quickly set up an, a new antagonist. Right. He's yeah. a little douchebag. Oh, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> well, and, be- and I can. And, and you can even see that. So, you know, they are. Uh, what's her name? Um, the lawyer. Uh, Yumiko. Yumiko. They are re- they're setting her up. Mm-hmm. They are manipulating her. Have you, I mean badly? I mean they took her brother. You know, right off the street. Right off the street. <laughs> you know? They are doing everything yeah. they can to make sure she understands that you may think you have power, um, but you are going to do what we want. Um, because she's like, I'm not staying here. I just want to make sure that this community can be a good place for my people. And they're like, Oh no no no. <laughs> we're going to put you in your place. Um, 
Well, they're all kind of being manipulated because yeah. even Hornsby tells Eugene, you know, when he's in jail, he says something to the effect like, you dummy, you were supposed to save him. Right. If you'd done that, you'd be the hero. You could have gotten anything you wanted. Right. You know, but for him, did, I think, you it know, technically out. he did save him, though. Technically he did. Yeah. Um, and if Yumiko <laughs> can, you know, basically plead eugene's case you know that she has yep. a chance and and i don't you know the walking dead being the walking dead we're, we're not just gonna let eugene Lang. they're not gonna let eugene languish in jail okay something's no. gonna happen um and honestly my first thought when they came and got yumiko's brother was that they were coming to because they now know that he's a neurosurgeon because yeah. remember she did tell them that um, so that information is now on file and he has been adamant. Don't tell them. Don't yeah. do it. So I, I think I, I'm wondering if the way he's acting because he did not come. He did not come clean at the beginning of what his actual profession was. I'm wondering if there will be some punitive punishment for him if it does come to light. Because well, he even has, if they weren't going to before. Now they have a reason to, and that's to manipulate Yumiko. Yeah, you know. But if you so, think about it, as far as they're concerned, if if he's a, a, a neurosurgeon, and they're everyone's desperate for doctors because you know, well, you know, it's not like they have any more medical schools. Uh, that he could actually, you know, the way that the 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 this community is being run, the the fact that he has not contributed in in this way, you know, in a productive way, you know, he bakes cakes right now. Fine, anyone can bake a cake. Not anyone can be a thoracic surgeon, and they would probably punish him for basically denying this wealth essentially to the community. He's been denying it. You know, he's been withholding it from them. So yeah, I I, I really thought when they took him off the streets, that's why. Um, and it could be why it yeah. could be. Now it, I, I do believe, you know, manipulating Yumiko is a large part of it too, but I'm wondering, mm -hmm. I, I I'm waiting for the punitive damages to come from them finding out that he's a surgeon. Um, I think that's going to be, the there's going to be something, but I don't think they'll harm him because they still can use him. Oh no, they won't harm right? him, but I think yeah. they're, they're going to make him quote unquote, pay the community back because that seems to be their whole thing putting people in 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 a labor debt mm -hmm. you know what i mean and keeping them subservient so something tells me that they're going to make him labor and it, it won't be killing the dead it'll be working i don't know 18 hour shifts or something at the hospital or whatever they decide is punitive for him but there's going right. to i think he's going to end up being punitively punished for you know, basically robbing the community. Yeah, I could see something like that happening. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think that's part of his fear, too, because he knows you can tell by the way he's acting. It's not even there is fear when he's telling her, please don't tell some anybody. So he mm -hmm. knows something bad will happen to him if they find out after all this time that he's actually a doctor. Yeah, indeed. I mean, and like you said, she already unwittedly told them mm -hmm. you know <laughs> she did it early on she didn't know what the heck was going no. on yeah she announced so, who her brother was and said he's a thoracic surgeon at whatever hospital you know so yeah. they know it's and god knows this place is run on paperwork they've written it down 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Maybe. And it's probably just taking a minute for someone going over the paperwork to connect the dots. Well, you know, it it is a bureaucracy, which means it moves slowly. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like a glacier. It's going to get there. It just may take a, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how I'm and Yumiko has been has been deliberately being kept separate from everyone else. And and I think she's probably going to find out here pretty quick about Eugene. My guess is somehow she's going to find out. And and I think that's going to be the beginning yeah. of the tipping point. Hmm. Well, do you remember that at the end of that scene, he was trying to get Eugene Hornsby was trying to get Eugene to say where his community was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he well, kind of walked away. That. You know, he kind of was like, well, you can just stay. Right. Uh-huh. You don't have to be in the cell. This is your new home if you don't say anything. And it gave me the impression, like I said, unless it's a misdirect. And it could be because I hope Eugene has grown, Mm -hmm. but I got that vibe. Oh, shit. Is he going to tell them to get out of this cell or is he going to try to trick them and be like the Eugene that we have come to like right now? Yeah. And honestly, I mean, if they were going to, you know, set up the hero situation, so to speak, they could have just as easily sent Ezekiel and, and Princess. You know, it's yeah. because here's the thing. I think, I think they figured either way with Eugene was fine. Either he would succeed or he would fail, but either way they could use it to manipulate him. Mm-hmm. And in that situation, Ezekiel is much more restrained. Right. You know, so if they had sent him that situation, he would have killed the walkers. Um, and he probably would have had a disagreement with this guy, but he wouldn't have punched him. But he him. definitely wouldn't have punched him. Yeah. No, he would not. <laughs> So I, I'm pretty have. sure they they picked Eugene, they singled him out because he's he's the wild card, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think it would be Princess. Princess would have punched him, but um, but really, it's it's Eugene because he he's not like the others, <laughs> you know. Right. And maybe they can, like I said, maybe they think they can manipulate him a little easier well, and they by know more scaring about him, him or because, you know, because yeah. of the intel, because of all the stuff that they've talked about, you know, on the radio and everything that he shared with her. Um, they know tons about Eugene. So they know what kind of person he is. They know his temperament. Um, and, and like I said, I think they singled him out because. They fit, you know, knowing Eugene like they do, they know that they can probably manipulate him easier. And whether he saved him and was the hero, or I don't, I don't know that they expected him to punch the guy, or if he failed in some way, that they could use that. You know, they're basically just trying to put him in a situation where they can leverage him. Yeah, and I mean, technically, from where I sit, he did save them, Mm -hmm. but. He also punched him. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the punch negated the fact that I saved his life. Like, how is that right? Right. I don't get it. And but. and really it came down to this. I mean, the guy the kid would not shut up. Oh my no. God, you're interrupting our picnic. As if the most important thing that is happening here right now is that they're having a picnic. And right. not the fact that they were almost freaking eaten by zombies. Christ, the woman, I mean. That, that zombie came within a foot of her and she wasn't even paying attention. 
you know, I mean, oblivious, completely oblivious. So, yeah, like I said, those are two worthless human beings that deserve to die that day. But they did not. So. They did not. They did not. not. Uh, Okay. We still have one more show to talk about. Yes, 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 yes. So we are going to switch gears and talk about the World Beyond season premiere, mm-hmm. episode one. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've got to know. Did you like it? Did you like that episode? Eh. That's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. They have definitely had worse episodes on on, on the show. Okay, God knows. Um, but it, I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm, I am watching this show because of the tie-ins that are going on with the, with the greater Walking Dead universe. Um, if this was a, if this was an independent show that solely stood on its own, um, I wouldn't be watching it. Yeah. I uh, concur. I agree. <laughs> I, I co-sign. Um. I felt like I had to actually rewind a bit because I kind of got really distracted. I'm watching it. And then before I knew it, I'm on my phone. I'm reading text messages. I'm doing everything but watching. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, 10 minutes has passed. Yeah. I have to go back. and You know, I was kind of at that point. I'm like, man, I wish there were commercials. Yeah. You know, (laughs) just so I could do something else. Um, cause I kept pausing things, you know, I, yeah, it was just, it wasn't keep, I mean, it, it was okay. It was boring. Um, it was boring. It wasn't okay. So I think what they did right was that we literally jumped right back in, uh-huh. right? Immediately. We jumped right back where we, where we left off. And we did get uh, confirmation that it was uh, the CRM that did wipe out, um, both communities, which we, we had been making mm-hmm. this assumption uh for yeah. a while now but there was the confirmation of and and, and we saw them do it to to, mm-hmm. to Omaha which apparently yes. had what 20,000 people or 50 30,000 people I don't know something like that yeah a lot of people a lot of people yeah. and and you can see this city worked hard i mean they had nice good walls it took C4 to bring them down mm-hmm. okay so these weren't th- th- these weren't flimsy um fortifications i mean they had basically built a wall around the you know, I mean, a, a wall, um, fortif- mm-hmm. a fortified wall. And, uh, you know, so this wasn't a community that was going to be failing anytime soon, per se. So my question is, is why was it so important for this community to, for it and, and the university to, to, to go? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Because that is what was, what was not answered. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? They were in corporate cooperation with you, right? Right. So, well, it. They weren't against you, so why would you do well, it? Well, in last season, you saw her with a map, and and, and yeah. she's fig- I, so they. There has to be a reason behind it, but maybe you know they were getting enough people that they were a threat to to their power. You know, um, but like like mm-hmm. University City, I mean, these were people that, that they love the CRM. You know, they yeah. You know, they were having celebrations with them. They were working hand in hand. They they gave them their greatest scientist. Um, 
these weren't people that were rebelling or planning insurrection or anything. I mean, they they wanted to be a part of this community. So you got to wonder what it is they're they're trying to do because there's not a it's not like there's a lot of people left on this earth. And right. and Oklahoma, as I said, you know, it was heavily. I mean, it was it was fortified. So and and I got to say, you know, at least university was a little more equitable in how they were set up than. Yeah, you know, like the 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 community that Eugene's at. Um, yeah, I can't. What are they called now? The who? Uh, the people with Eugene, the the Commonwealth. There we go. Yeah, you know, but mm-hmm. University City was was way more you get you know uh, equal than uh, the Commonwealth is set up. So I don't know. Maybe they didn't like the fact that people had choices yeah (laughs) i don't know i just want it to make sense right by the end of this season because this is the end yeah it's just two uh, two seasons Mm -hmm. i just wanted to make sense yeah like come through with the whole plan why that was done and because like right now i don't even understand why they're jumping through these hoops with hope's character right you got her where you wanted her. Now you got to give her another test. It's like you're just coming up with dumb shit. I don't think I, for, I don't think that was a test for Hope. Well, it was a test for her and her daughter, technically. Yeah. For um the what it was the lady's name, Lord have mercy, um mm-hmm. the colonel's yeah. daughter. But she did let Hope go uh, out there on her own. She said, "Wander about the city, trying to you know." Mm-hmm. Tumble, tumble down some stairs. She's seeing shit. Like it's like, come on, girl. But for her to just come back and say, "Yeah, I don't want the world to end," you know, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I want something else." That seemed like that was sufficient for what she wanted. Yeah, from I don't. Her. I, that just seemed dumb. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I think that this was more of a test about Hux, um, alliances that she was testing him testing her to make sure that she hadn't gone over to the to the other side so to speak because she even says you know when you're embedded it's really easy to to see the other side you know then i hated it then if that was her sole reason i hated the whole scenario it was stupid it was because you said you wanted hope because she's super smart Mm -hmm. right she can help her father continue the work Uh do more things and you're going to put her in danger for that. Uh-huh. Where she could turn, uh-huh. she could die. Yeah. But you said you needed her. I, that If that whole thing was just for Huck's sake, that was dumb as fuck. I'm sorry. My guess is that she sent out probably a couple of um, soldiers to, to keep an eye on Hope to make sure that she didn't die. Um, I, I think they, they, if she had not called, I think they they would have stepped in when she really was in danger. Um, but that's just a guess. I know, but it's still risky. It is it's risky. risky business. Well, and I think she also All it wanted takes to, them to be two steps too far away from her. Yeah. Right. And, and I think part of it too is, you know, hope is pretty independent. She's already proven that. Um, and so I think the Colonel is trying to, impress upon her the importance of not being a independent teenager 
<laughs> well, good luck how that went. You saw what she's like. She's like, oh, I'm still like, fuck this place, yeah. right? Oh, she she's, definitely is. She's just so she's mouthing the words that they they want to hear. You know, right? She's no dummy, no. but she has not taught her any lesson or anything. No, 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 no. So I don't know. That shit was dumb. And then the scenes with um, Iris and Felix and Will, Uh you know, we got to see Felix and Will, you know, together in their little happy, you know, what? Whatever. Love bubble for a second. Uh (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. I just, and they find a different community that also the CRM just kind of allows to be there. Uh Uh-huh. Because they help clear the walkers, break them up. Yeah. Which again, kind of, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm wondering if they're they're seen as less of a threat. I mean, at this point, they're not in a walled community. This community doesn't appear to have, is not heavily fortified. And, you know, they appear mostly to be farmers. Um, And so there's probably a, a bit of symbiotic relationship going on here because you know you saw the sheep you saw the fields and and again in the crm that's a lot of people to feed oh yeah so definitely you know, the, you know they they might be telling it's because you know for the you know clearing the walkers and stuff but i i think food has has a lot to do with it as well Hmm. so mm-hmm. you know yeah i would agree with that i just still think it's fucking stupid i'm sorry i just can't this show is just is not giving me what i want <laughs> yeah i know right and and again the only reason I'm, I'm i'm watching is because we know that it's going to bring us back to the to the rick storyline and you know crm you know becoming more involved with you know the the walking dead or p- perhaps fear the walking dead we don't know yet um but they're kind of the the connective tissue between you know to to forward the the the, the overall storyline, because um, mm-hmm. like we know that Alpha is going to show up or not Alpha. I'm sorry. Um, what's her name? The junkyard lady. Oh, uh, uh, J- Jadis. Jadis. Yeah, Jadis. Go. Jadis. Yeah. So we know Jadis is coming in. Um, we know that she's going to help kind of fill in the gaps on what happened after she left with Rick. Um, that we wouldn't have otherwise. And, you know, so again, the only reason I'm watching it is because of those tidbits. I I really, I don't care about these kids. All right. Yeah, I really I don't, know. I don't care. You know, I just want to know why the CRM is acting the way it is, why they're killing off these communities that are obviously contributing to their overall security. Success. Yeah. And success. Right. Um it's not like there's a lot. I mean, they, they're really, but it's like the CRM, you know, as far as big communities goes, the CRM, um, Omaha, uh, University City, and Seattle, mm-hmm. um, which is a probably covering a large. I mean, that you know, Seattle's quite a ways away from Omaha. Um, you know, so it's it's pretty. Um, I, I just I want to know what their game plan is. What what is going on here? And again, we know that the CRM is going to hook back into the walk to the Walking Dead because of Rick. And without right. the show, we won't know. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll lose a lot, a lot of the nuance. Yeah. 
So, and we may or may not even actually see Rick at all. Right. It might not even happen. So, yeah, it's it's a whole thing and I'm not I'm not real in pr- <laughs> I I'm no. watching the show because I got it not because I want to. I know, and it's like the only thing that is helping me is that I know it's the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do, it's not open-ended where we have to consider, well, how long are we going to actually have to watch this show? Right. So, I mean, it's that's definitive end. That's good. <laughs> hey, do you realize yeah. it's just tw- in, in 12 days, Fear of the Walking Dead is coming back? Just 12 days. Oh, my God. Now. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited for it um, because next week or this upcoming Sunday, excuse me, is the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. And then after that, we are back in the uh, with our team on Fear. And I'm loving Fear these days. Yeah. It's working out really well. So, you know, yeah. Um, and, and I, 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 I'm pretty sure at this point that fear and, um, uh, uh, stupid teenagers will end up world beyond. Yeah. Um, (laughs) the stupid teenager show will, uh, I think there's going to be a little more playing off each other, you know, because like we know that, um, you know, uh, what's her name and has that thing with the pilot. For the CRM pilot. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And and we saw that, you know, that she got into a helicopter with them, um, you yep. know, at the very end of it and stuff. So, although, again, I would like to point out, they set off nuclear bombs uh, on the yeah. on Fear of the Walking Dead. And apparently no one else has noticed, you know. <laughs> and that's like, okay, so I'm st- Still, and I know there are some Walking Dead hardcore fans that can answer this that listen to the podcast. I'm not exactly sure if the timelines are in sync between Fear and World Beyond. I'm not sure because the CRM has existed for a while, right? That's true. But, you know, um, but again, I... I don't know. I, I guess we're we just can get have- more information on the CRM and learn more about it through, you know, her, you know, that pilot's eyes or whatever, mm-hmm. and our team that have left with the, you know, with mm-hmm. the uh, the CRM people. But I'm not necessarily sure that the timelines are the same. Yeah, but I don't. Someone think- tell me. I don't. Know. I don't think. Th- yeah, but I don't think they can be that far off at this point. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because we know Jadis is there. Um, you know, so if Jadis is there, then it can't be. <sighs> but we won't know until fear starts and we see who we see in the CRM group. Right. Right. And we won't and until we know how long, you know, Jadis has been with the CRM group. Right. You know, it could be a few weeks or it could be a couple of years. We don't know. Um, right. Once we find out how long Jadis has been with them, we'll be able to, to kind of match up the timelines a little bit better. Hmm. Um. So I don't know. I guess we're just gonna have to find out. And that's really all I, I have know. to say about this show because I just don't like it. I know. It's like <laughs> it's not even that much to say. Like, dude, there was some test. It was some teens, a team running around having delusions. It was. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, she hope did reunite with uh her father. Yeah. At the very which end, was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And you know. Felix got his boyfriend back and yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Ta-da, we're done. Don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very simple. The super um, teenager not a show. lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, and, and here's the thing, even the adults are pretty much acting like teenagers on the show. Yeah. They I really agree. are. Judith is more mature than most of the adults on the show. Oh, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> okay. I think we're done today. What do you think, Lisa? I think we are done. Okay, great. Okay, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in for today's episode. We appreciate you for being here. And as always, we will be here next week to talk about next week's episode. So hope you'll be here as well. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, support the show by sharing this podcast with other TWD fans or on your favorite social media space. Join the conversation real time by catching us live on Spreaker, and we may include your comments during the show. You can find The Recap both on Instagram and Twitter at The Recap Pods. You can also join our Facebook group of the same name. The links for everything I've mentioned are below in the show notes. The Recap is a part of the Nerdy Maven Podcast Network. You can also reach us via email at therecappods at gmail.com. Until next time, kill some walkers.